Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That? With me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronan Warfield. Hi, how are you? Hi, Holly. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Grand. Yeah. Uh, and this windy, sunny afternoon. Well, sunny I morning. know. It's a. Uh, I know. You can really actually. It's really. <laughs> this is the weather corner. Really <laughs> Our patented the... segment. <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by the weather. Yeah, uh, sponsored by Metair. <laughs> <laughs> we wish sponsored yeah. by Metair. <laughs> Oh we God. wish sponsored by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really, it's gone cold now. It's gone full mm. on autumn, bright days, but like chilly. Asher, it's not a bad thing. I, I was kind of getting sick of the, the hot, sticky weather. So I'm happy to see the back of it. Yeah, I'm the same. I actually was like getting really sort of, it's it's just the, th- the thing of like, oh, it's blazing heat. And then like six o'clock, hits and it's absolutely freezing it's yeah it's baltic no good yeah. no good no good but then again it gives us loads of time to watch lots of cool things on the telly yes, the evenings are getting i was like getting short <laughs> what is the evening no, doing days are getting shorter days are longer. getting shorter yeah, evenings are getting longer. thanks yeah. thanks ronan so, don't don't um, be a girl <laughs> so um any news this week uh nary a bit as usual um just no away. i was just just working away and watched my uh watched the film he gave me which was sadly the highlight of my week i live a life of extreme and uh <laughs> yeah yeah excitement, of course yeah. i know sure i'm the same it was uh i'm i i'm proper back now into actual college college so I'm doing that like Tuesdays and Wednesday evenings now. So uh very good, very good. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I've got like two uh group assignments already. So that's Ooh. terrific. And by terrific, I mean uh, terrible, awful. Yeah. I mean absolutely terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're trying to like, you know, join forces with people you've never met, you don't have any like you're literally looking at a blank a lot of cameras off do you know what i mean cameras off situation mm. yeah oh uh, yeah just just the name on the screen in a box yeah, yeah. well we yeah. only have All well we've got one group one at the moment and then like we have another group one later on so actually it's only one but there's going to be two in the course if you know what i mean so exactly um, yeah but yeah it'll be fun let's see how it goes let's see how it goes yeah I'll be giving probably you regular updates. It probably won't be, but yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you regular updates of how the group project is going. Um, cool. But yeah, sure, look, we might as well shoot off. Uh, you are first, I think. I went first yes, last week, so. It's, this is true. Uh, so the you films heard... you gave me were... Yeah. Um, do you have my choices in front of you there? Because I only I had do. the one I watched. So it was Who Be Halloween on Netflix or Vampires oh, yes. versus the Bronx also on Netflix, I think, mm. unless it like disappeared, but I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. No, no, it, it's actually a Netflix original. I did watch Vampires versus the Bronx. Um, Ooh. Which, yeah, this was completely unknown to me now. I had no idea 
what it was or who was in it or where it came from. But yeah, it's a Netflix original. Well, not made by Netflix. It was made and then it bought was. by Netflix in lieu of a cinema release because of COVID and everything. It was only made last year. Yeah, I was going to say, I watched it last year. So actually, um, I wasn't 100% sure, like, you know, when it actually hit. But uh, mm. it was it just kind of slipped under the radar into my mm. Netflix. Very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very much not given any sort of fanfare whatsoever. So um, it's... Not not you know not, not the most complicated of plots, so we'll run through it real quick. So vampires versus the Bronx, as it more or less alludes to, is um a trio of kids um uh basically come across a, a nest of vampires in the Bronx. They live in the Bronx. So we've got the three kids basically. Um we've got Miguel, uh, Bobby, and Luis, um, and they are three main characters uh miguel is kind of like uh he's kind of like the little uh the little mainstay of the neighborhood basically he's when we meet him he's organizing a fundraiser um to save the local uh, uh sort of corner shop which is kind of yes. like the mainstay of the whole area so he's organized a fundraiser to save that in in the midst of that we find out that there's a company called murno uh, a property development company called murno that are buying up all the land in the Bronx um, and with intentions to turn it into some, you know, very trendy, you know, high rise, sort of of. high rise, you know, lots of, you know, as they say in the film, white people shops and stuff. So uh, (laughs) that's a direct quote, don't quote. Um, So, uh, so yeah, he's basically seeing all this happen, sees the area kind of changing for the worse. And uh, they call him little mayor or little mayor. Um, because he's basically just, you know, he's kind of like a future politician, but with good intentions, essentially, of keeping the area and keeping his charm and the whole lot. And he's yeah. only 14. So he's doing all this uh, with the help of his two friends, uh, Bobby and Luis. Bobby is kind of like the, the sort of the gray, the gray child of the, we won't call him the black sheep, he's sort of the gray sheep of the, uh, of the, of the trio because he sort of has uh, flirtations with becoming uh, members of the local drug gang. Um, which his two friends are kind of trying to steer him away from. And then there's Luis, who he's just back from being on holidays, I think, at the start. Uh, he's basically just the, the well-meaning nerd of the tree, um, essentially. So, uh, yeah, and that's pretty much, that's our main tree. Uh, there's other characters based around those three, but that's essentially it. Yeah. Um, so at the start, we find uh, a sort of almost out-of-place looking blonde woman going to get her nails done at a salon uh, and through that we find out that the salon has been sold to this company Murno um, and that the woman who was getting her nails done is literally the woman's uh, the, the nail salon's last customer uh, the nail technician is played in a very small cameo by Zoe Saldana um, oh yeah uh, I knew there was so, like a few kind of heads in this yeah just kind of like blinking and missy cameos and stuff but um so more or less straight after she does that woman's nails, uh, she is attacked and killed by a vampire. Um, now, the company Murno is actually a reference to F.W. Murno, who directed the first vampire film, Nosferatu, in 1922. Oh, yeah. So that's the reference there. So this basically takes the premise, like everyone's, everyone always anecdotally says, oh, my God, property developers are like vampires in society. This basically says property developers are vampires. Are actually. Literally. Actually vampires. So 
So yeah, the uh, the basic premise is that these property developers are uh, represented by this one guy called what's his name, Frank, um, who is a human, but essentially he is their their uh, their human front essentially. Behind the scenes, they're basically all vampires, and they're all the traditional type of vampires. They sleep during the day. They come and come in at night. They hate wooden stakes, garlic, the lot, crucifixes, all that sort of stuff. So there's no real uh, switch on the um, the whole traditional vampire thing. So yeah, once the three kids get uh, get wind of this plot, and of course nobody believes them, but uh, they basically set out to you know take on the vampires essentially, and that's pretty much the whole setup. It's very much done in the in the vein of like a modern day. Uh, Goonies set in the hood, I think, is the best yeah, way to describe it. Yeah, I like, definitely you know. got Goonies vibes. Uh, yeah, it's not it. like violent or really that scary. No, um, you know, it's a tw- it's a twelve rated film, so it's very much a like I said, a, a Goonies in the hood sort of thing. Like, um, so yeah, that was that was it. Like, I mean, aside from a couple of clever stuff, it's not very good. Um, yeah, it's not like I mean, it could have been. It had been a bit of a tighter script, maybe and a bit funnier. It could have been very good, um, because the premise I find was quite good. Excuse me, <coughs> I found the premise to be quite good, but at the end it gets very, very cheesy, hmm. um, a little too cheesy for the storyline. Even though the storyline is ridiculous, hundred percent remember um, the ending, but I think I'll probably go back and watch it during this hmm. October festive period. Indeed. But uh, no, it's it's like it's a nice way to kill two hours in the afternoon, but it's yeah, it's not great. Well, it's not. You see, yeah. it kind of sits on the fence, probably a little bit too much to his detriment. So like it could either go full kind of comedy or it could go like sort of Shaun of the Dead type style or mm. it, or it could have gone like probably a little bit scarier. Uh, I, I think the tightrope that it has to walk is that because it has to keep the rating down. Yeah, was, was mandated to be. Um, it can't it be can't. any blood. So there's no blood, no gore, very few actual scares. Um, and that kind of um, plays against it because without that kind of, without that danger element, you're not going to get very many laughs, you know, because yeah. that's the thing about Shaun the Dead is that you laugh. Because it's at so the funny bits because, ridiculous. Because they're in such an extreme scenario, like, you know, but yeah. an extremely dangerous scenario because you believe that they are in danger. Whereas in this, you don't, you know, okay. buy into that at all, of course. So, um, sorry, my trust all right here. But yeah, I uh, I thought it was actually, yeah. I mean, that's that's like that's an interesting take on it. I um, I think I enjoyed watching this. I remember watching it out, like it was one of those kind of like Friday evening releases, and I sat down and watched it, and um, I was like, oh, that was like a decent Halloween movie. Yeah, it's, with, it's certainly not the worst film I've ever seen. I yeah. just inter- like I mean, it's unfair to compare it to Shaun of the Dead because that is yeah, very that's like film, a cult like know? classic. And this is only very middle of the road sort of thing, like you know. But the, the reason I say that is because it could have been as good as Shaun of the Dead had they sort of maybe spent a little more time with the script, maybe you know made it a tiny bit grittier. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <clears throat> I'm I hate that you made me watch this. I guess. Um, okay sorry but uh you're not sorry you're not sorry at all. no i'm not i'm not at all <laughs> it's content okay it's all content content it's all content but uh no look not the worst film in the world certainly not the best but you know 
it's it's like an easy Halloweeny watch. It's it's yeah. what it is as well is that it's it's a Halloweeny film if you're like not really that into horror. Yeah, I guess if you wanted to sit down with, with like your teenagers and watch a horror film or a Halloween film, yeah, it. like it's not something that you're going to be grossed out by or horrified by. It's just something that you're going to be mildly entertained by. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And so sometimes, look, there's a need for that. Sometimes there is, you know, there's a need in that market, so it yeah. doesn't have to be all blood and guts. Yes, and, you know, that's okay too. Exactly. <laughs> Real. Well, um. Cool. So what films then did you give me? You gave me 28 Days Later or Midnight Mass. Mm. And boom, boom, boom. I went for Midnight Mass. I knew you would. <laughs> On Netflix. <laughs> binged through the whole lot over, I think, two, two or three days. Um, wow, fair play. Well, it's eight episodes. So it's eight, seven or eight. Maybe it's seven. You need actually. to get out more. <laughs> sorry it's seven seven episodes seven episodes sorry. so that's fine i don't need to get out i i can just get out the uh, adequate amount uh fair enough because fair it's seven if it was eight now i probably need to get need to get away more um but yes so midnight mass is i'm sure unless you're under a rock or you don't have an netflix um it's the new mike flanagan series so mike flanagan is of the uh haunting of hill house and the the sequel to that the haunting of blythe manor Bly manor yeah he also directed the doctor sleep film he did do doctor sleep which mm. we've had we have which, uh, talked which about we covered yeah on yeah. the pod cast and also there's an upcoming series called the midnight club oh. so it's a oh. uh, it's going on the midnight theme as opposed to um like the haunting um yes. but yeah so i'll get into it basically because mike fanagan loves a good ensemble there's very like a, a lot a lot of the same actors are in all of his productions um so and also yeah he does love a good ensemble cast so there's always kind of like about six integral characters to all of his things um well just the last three series mm. um so essentially we have uh sort of the prodigal son character riley flynn who's played by zach guilford so i know him from good girls but he's like friday night lights and he's a uh, in a good few other things so he returns the the whole series is set on an island and it's kind of like a fishing like a fishing uh industry island so there's a lot of fishermen and wives and then so he comes back to the island also simultaneously another character Erin green comes back to the island around the same time She's uh, a teacher, but she was actually like the former flame of Riley. Um, Riley went away, though, because he was in jail. He committed uh, a drunk driving accident, which which um, resulted in a girl getting killed. And this girl is also something that's 
synonymous with Mike Flanagan's work is that he does these kind of jolt, jolting uh, kind of visions that people have. So Riley Flynn is haunted by this girl who um, who appears to him like as soon as he goes to sleep, it's this boom. And you see this figure of the girl with all the glass in her face and everything. It's like it's a really striking image. But mm. so this is kind of like so he's haunted by this girl all the time during the series. So, yeah, so it's him. He's returning and then obviously assimilating back into like the island life. It's very close knit. So he's kind of got his struggles with that. Um, so Erin Green then is his former flame. So she's pregnant and she's a single uh, mother and she's the teacher. So she's kind of has her place in the island as well. Um, that he Mike Flanagan has like all of the kind of essential personnel that's required on an island. So he has the prodigal son, the prego teacher, um, the town drunk, the doctor, the sheriff, um, the town busybody who's played, uh, who's called Bev, who's actually brilliant. She's a great character. And then we have the priest. So the priest is uh, Father Pruitt. Father, Pru- the storyline is that Father Pruitt went away. And then in episode one, we see that Father Paul Hill arrives on the island and basically gives says the story that Father Pruitt has like so Father Pruitt was actually um, meant to be going to the Holy Land on on a sabbatical kind of holiday sort of thing and Father Paul Hill who's this like young vivacious interesting charismatic priest he arrives and he basically says oh no Father Father Pruitt actually had a bit of an accident. He's fine. He's just recovering on the mainland. So that's all you hear. You don't really hear of actually what, like, you don't know where exactly in the States it is. It's just the mainland and they're on the island. And that's like, so geographically, that's where we're at. But um, yeah, so Pruitt is gone. And basically this is the new priest in town. So um. Yeah, there's not, it's just, the first episode is just obviously introducing all these characters. And, uh, but then we kind of, something weird happens. There's a storm brewing, obviously. So it's great, creating lots of wonderful suspense. And a really weird scene happens at the end of the first episode where a load of cats end up. Um, we see this kind of unknown entity type thing, grab a cat and then the last scene of the first episode is basically a load of dead cats on the seashore lined up. So it's really weird. Like it's really weird and eerie. Like it's a it's a very kind of unusual scene. Um, then an episode. Awesome if you hate cats. It's what? <laughs> it's, it's awesome if you hate cats. Like it's awesome <laughs> like if you people. hate cats. Um, but still, even if you do hate cats, you know, it's still not. It's not great. <laughs> it's, still a bit, it's still a bit much. Yeah. And so then the town busybody, Bev, she in episode two, then she goes putting poison down around every everywhere. And the sheriff or sorry, uh, the town drunk, 
his dog gets killed. The sheriff, he's kind of like, you know, has like his sus- his suspicions about Bev then because it's like oh, she's like an absolute psycho. Um, and then the new priest sets up a an AA meeting just literally with him and Riley, uh, who's the guy who who was in jail. Um, so kind of like linking those two characters together. Um, so also then towards the end of the second episode, which isn't a, a you know, it's not a deal breaker or not a, it's not a deal breaker, but um, <laughs> it's not uh, a spoiler because it's literally in the Netflix um, little kind of uh, little clip you can see before you click on to the series but yeah um so then at mass he basically tells this character who who who's in a wheelchair and he tells her to stand and she stands up so everyone now thinks that this priest is something special like there's something very different and he's like doing these um miracle like he's literally performing miracles on the island like this is amazing but then obviously we know it's not as it seems and why it does he seem to have this power and why are there dead cats showing up and like there's just lots of weirdness going around. So that's right. kind of like literally kind of the rundown of the first two episodes. But obviously there's like so much more. Um, mm. But yeah, it's uh, it's great. And, and Mike Flanagan does this thing too where he does the uh, long shots. So as in the like long recording um, where he'll have literally sort of a single camera and go around and uh, have a long continuous shot. Sorry, that's what I meant. So like, right. and and he does that in this as well, um, especially at the start of the second episode. Um, so it's really interesting and kind of from a, creative point of view but uh yeah I really liked this um it's mm. not the same as the haunting or the Blythe Manor it's um because they're primarily they deal with like ghosts essentially in spirits this yeah. is a different type of scare it's more of a creepy kind of um weird and shocking but it's not like I found Hill House and Blythe Manor some well more Hill House was kind of like actually physically difficult to watch because I found it so scary but um well some some scenes I felt like oh my god um whereas there was none of that in this uh there was it's very tame in comparison for the scare factor but in terms of the storyline I mean it's a lot of like Catholic uh you know doctrine and like who we are as people and like yeah. there's lots of big themes in there too um they're all really good actors it's really well written and i really liked it it actually did really well on um online and ratings as well so i'd say like i i think a lot of people are into this um what was the other thing i was going to say about mike flanagan I can't remember. It might come up, but um, mm. did you watch? 
so have you watched the other series from him? The uh, which one? The have you watched The Haunting and Blyd Manor? I didn't watch Bly Manor. Um, I okay. did watch The Haunting of Hill House, sorry, which I did thoroughly enjoy as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, like but, I mean, uh, oh, as well. Yeah, yeah, as you said, this. De- oh, go on, sorry. I I only found out today actually. He's originate like he was born in Salem, Massachusetts. No way. And that's why his yeah. he has a graw for kind of horror and witchcraft and yeah. the Salem trials and all of that kind of stuff. And that's I think yeah, where he's, his kind of, horror... he's kind of born to be a director, literally, or born to be a horror director. Yeah, because he gas. like it actually. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never realized that. That's mad. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that's good. Good, good. Glad you like it. Definitely, like, I know I, I couldn't get too much into it there, but like, it really does evolve, though. It's not, it's it's just because it's not um the same. Like, it's very, it gets very intense. And uh, just because it's not like the same kind of scare as, uh, like haunting a hill house it's still mm. kind of entertaining and it's gripping enough to kind of keep you entertained do you know that sort of way yeah yeah i wonder i'm, I'm interested to see now what the uh the midnight uh hour is or whatever it's called for the next one um midnight club sorry so yeah that's due out 2022 so it's not out till next year but he mm. seems to be having a role. So basically the Haunting Hill House was made and then Netflix signed up for the Blythe Manor. And then now they're just in a continuous Netflix contract where yeah, I'd say he's, anything he's just he does a, is going on Netflix. They buy it up straight away. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's great. Yeah, like Good for him. Yeah. Just uh, notice he's casting his wife in every one of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she is in a lot. But she's unbelievable in this. She's a great actress. Yeah, so um, it's not like he's doing it just because she's his wife. She's actually very good. Like, yeah, and uh, like stuff. there's there's a part in this where um that character, so she's pregnant obviously, and then there's she's having issues with her pregnancy, and it's just so like trigger warning for that, uh, but like she's yeah, it's it's just it's unbelievable. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, so that was that film or series. Series, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> felt like a film. Because you, you watch it all in one go. <laughs> well, like, I actually, I didn't, what was it? I think I did like three episodes, three episodes, three, maybe two and two. I think that's how I did it over three days. But like, mm-hmm. It just it it warrants it because it's it sucks you in, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, so what do you have for next week? Right. Okay. So next week, uh have you seen bring it up my list now? Have you seen Attack the Block? No. Awesome. That's Is that choice on number one? Four, channel four? That's on the all four app, yeah. Oh yeah. Four free. Is that it's a well. series or is that a movie? No, it's a film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's an it's an all four film or it's a film for oh. a film. So it's on yeah. the all four app, but it's also on Netflix. Perfect. Uh, and then your second choice is 
Uh, have you seen the 2004 remake of Dawn of the Dead? No. Oh, awesome. That's your second choice. And that's on... Also on Netflix. Netflix, perfect. Oh. Have you seen um, House at the End of the Street? Mm. Is that Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. No, I haven't. No. Okay. So that's one and okay, uh, Hotel that. Hotel Transylvania 2. Uh, no, I haven't seen that either. <laughs> okay. It's a kid's film, right? <laughs> Listen. It's an animation. We're just making sure it's the right. That's all just right, okay. what it is. It's an animation, right? Uh, Adults can watch it too and not be ashamed. True. There's no shame here if you want to watch. I, I feel uh, like we're coming in uh, on the hollow on the on the Halloween spectrum, with, you know, or the Halloween thing at different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I'm yeah, giving yeah. you like two hardcore films. You're like, here's some nice flippy kids films, and and you know, a Jennifer Lawrence, you know, slasher. Yeah, <laughs> so it's fine. Uh, but thanks for giving me some nightmares. Um, it's okay. Just watch them during the day. You'll be fine. Yes. That's what I had to do with um, Midnight Mass. That's the key. You watch them during the day. You can watch anything. It's fine. Yeah. If, if you're watching them at night alone, now forget about it. You might as well kill yourself. You're dead. You know. But actually, Haunting a Hill House, I did find would sort of make me a bit on edge if I was in the house by myself at nighttime. That's because you're imagining your house to be hill house you know and that every other corner has a ghost behind it like yeah yeah, yeah. terrifying which is good yes um, it is cool uh, so those two house at the end of the street and hotel transylvania 2 are both on netflix as well cool thank you nice I, one yes yes indeed so uh you're off to your boozy brunch now i, I know you're saying you're going, going for a brunch. to have I, some food with some friends yeah yeah i i added the boozy because yeah I know you. <laughs> but also you want to live vicariously through me, I think. I do. I do. Yeah. I have not... to I have to go back to work now and you get to go out and have drinks and food. And I'm but like, actually yeah. I'm gonna be driving, so I'm not gonna be drinking. Oh no, you're driving. Yeah, I know. You idiot. Like a sap. <laughs> like a sap. Are you like did you get stung into like giving lifts to people? No, no. I just no, no, um no. I just need to go somewhere after as well i need to go to the shop after so it's just one of those things where it's like oh just easier if i drive you're just being responsible fair play i know like a loser (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah cool well sure like there are two halloweeny films if you have or series and film so like Mm. you know if you haven't seen them have a watch and maybe let us know what you think. Um, and, then, and then you can tune in next week for a week two of Halloween Roundup. We call yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, how are we going to do four weeks of this? Yeah. 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 Might All as right. well. Yeah. So, yeah, is, is, this is a, it's an unfair game because I know for a fact that you haven't really watched any really hardcore horror films because you don't like them. <laughs> and but you don't like them either. Them to. I don't like them either, but I have watched them. Like, that's yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. So I get to recommend. Like, I mean, I get oh to no, Ronan. Um, and you're like, oh, like here's the remake of Candyman is uh, is actually coming out. So there's so that. that. Means one, of us, one of us has to watch it and then <laughs> recommend it to the other. So just saying. Yeah. Just yeah. saying. 
Um, it could be. I'm going to go see James Bond this week also. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Dun, dun. I didn't have that. That's that's it Bond. sounded like Batman, <laughs> but like I meant. <laughs> but it, it sort of dun, does that. Dun. That's yeah. There you go. That's better. Um, but yeah, go and see Seamus Bond uh, during the week. So it'll be fun. With uh, Did you get to the cinema at all since it's free open? No. Now? Well, I but did. Yeah. I went to see that um, children's movie, uh, Washed Away or something. Oh, yes. Yeah, she mentioned that before. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like that's yeah. that wasn't yeah. really for like that. was. I feel like I didn't really go to the cinema because I was like, that was just really with, with the nephews. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I kind of, yeah, I think I'll, yeah, I definitely want to go see something soon. Um. Yeah. I'm actually going to report to be, on. Oh, go on, sorry. I'm going to be going to the cinema next weekend with the nephews again, so it'll be something maybe the Adams family or something. I don't know. Candyman. <laughs> <They love. Yeah. laughs> just, just be like walking in with them to Adams family and then just like sweep them aside and bring them into another. Yeah. Uh, place, and they'd just be like. What the fuck is this? What is this? Why why is that man bleeding so badly? Oh god, no, anyway. no. Close your eyes, children. <laughs> um <laughs> toughen them up, it'll be fine. Oh god. <clears throat> no, no, I would never I'm, do that. I'm not sure your brother will agree, but you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, that won't be happening. I would never no. go to see that in a in the in the cinema. I think it's just too scary to see something. Really yeah, I scary. think that's where I draw the line too. Like scary films in the cinema is kind of like where I at home is fine, but yeah, yes, in the cinema it's ten times worse than no, not digging this, not feeling it. Yeah, know? I know. So, I remember I went with my friend Sarah to this. Uh, it was actually an Irish horror film, The Canal. I think it was called. Uh, it was actually brilliant, um, but. It was absolutely terrifying. And I, yeah, the canal. Plus, I lived beside the canal at the time when I was watching it. Like, I lived in the canal. I had to walk on beside it. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, oh, God. But um, it's a very good scare film. And yeah, Irish. I've never heard that. Irish film. So it's like all good. There's been a couple um, of decent Irish horror films lately, hasn't there? Like, there was that one, The Hole in the Ground or something, or The Hole in, I don't know. The hole or something—I don't know what it was. Remember yeah. where the, the 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 little the woman's little kid falls in, and when he comes back out, he's like the devil or something. I think it was. I haven't seen it now, but it's supposed to be excellent. Like, there's been kind of a a handful of decent horror coming out of Ireland, like definitely. And um, the one uh, there was kind of like a zombie uh one filmed, like maybe about four years ago or five years ago, with Elliot Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you find is the cure? The to cure the is it? Or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The cure. Yeah, that was the... Supposed to be Again, I haven't seen that one, but these are all stuff that's going to be coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah, Holly. <laughs> I've, I've. Sorry, you haven't seen the cured. No. <laughs> oh, I have. So. Have you? Oh, there you go. Do you want there to change one of your choices for this week? No. And it's actually on Netflix as well. Right, um, we'll hold off next week, so. Yeah. Well, we'll have we have our choices for next week. But yeah. that's possibly coming down your way. Okay. So that's okay. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. Right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, yeah, we will talk to you guys next week. Talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.